0: For the 5D collective, we have some amazing times. Anyone who is new, a 5D person is a person who is at the very least aware of their emotional spectrum in a way of having a window of welcome. Or even if there is a window of tolerance, it is not one where you justify the emotional triggers, so the adaptive child behavior. The projection of unfinished business. So you know how to be aware of your own adaptive child and to tend to it. And so not to project your nervous system's uh, needs on another, but to instead talk about it. And obviously that doesn't mean you don't have a reaction. No, it means you're aware of those adaptive child patterns, okay? So 5D Collective is aware of enlightenment the human way. They're aware of our mammalian heritage, our birthright to be a restorative embodied self and your open-hearted three-year-old self. Doesn't mean you're there yet, but you are very much in the, I'm not going to be an ego sensitive 4D person or 3D. I'm going to be a person who is going to take that journey of personal development And the personal development can also integrate a therapist, of course. So those of you who are, again, aware of the aspects of our human nature. That's why the 5D is having a different way of harnessing everything that comes with all of these new ascension energies. And they're not new. We've been having ascension energies for a long time already, but uh, they're not taking them. And uh, saying there are energy vampires, dark wars, and so on and so forth. The 4D collective and 3D, on the other hand, are not interested in emotional building regulation skills, in emotional heavy lifting. They are not keen on personal development in a way of let me tend to what comes up. They project it. In fact, what I've noticed is a spirituality bypass, and so the codependency type person martyrs or superiors, spirituality gun bypassers, and the blamers. So the shame cycle is what you will notice they will be actively participating in. But their behavior is something they don't look at, like a cusco not looking at himself. So from the Emperor's New Groove, 5D collective are pachas. And the rest is Cusco's and this is not a competition. You can't go to somebody and say, hey, I think you need to go to therapy. That that's pretty much not your job or nice or, you know, again. So 5D collective knows that every person's journey, their way back home to their heart, to be their self. We didn't need to do frozen too. We got to understand we're humans first and we do bring with us the spiritual and spirituality stuff, but we're A whole three-year-old heart. So we choose to be our humanity. And that's why it's easy for the person who's a 5D collective individual to say, yeah, I want to learn how to do my emotions like a grown-up. It's fun. Functional adults, conscious lovers, it's fun. 3D, 4D has a different mindset. They have a different approach. And that's where the good therapists are out there. There's a lot of education. So everyone has access to YouTube and online. Well, not everybody, but you understand what I'm saying. So in the meantime, for us, Ascension energies allow the human love narrative and your consciousness expand. We bring more Pachas out into the world for specific guidance on personal development, inner growth, all this great stuff we talk about. You can become a paid subscriber. For anything curiosity related, you can just send emails and ask away. We have FAQs. I look forward to hearing from you all. Let's continue with our episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance for the 5D Collective. We have gone through January and February with a lovely light body expansion. And that is what is leading all of you to be home with yourself. So you have that three-year-old in the forefront. Now, for some of you, you're whole and putting easily into practice the lovely Pacha Handshake. For others of you, I'm going to gather that you are going to get to put it into practice. And in all cases, it's a journey of integration of the brain, restoring embodied self-serum, heritage. So the ability to have inner discovery and finding sacredness and that you are what you seek, like in Frozen 2, but without doing Elsa's, you know, whole... Tragic, whatever, even though all the movies are that. So some of you perhaps uh, did do tragedy. Meaning that maybe some of you tuning in here will have had a shame cycle. So you will have gotten out of this invisible defectiveness shame of the inner critic, outer critic with compulsive behaviors that were self-soothing mechanisms. Alcohol, drugs, fucking people random people not thinking about, you know, getting STDs and stuff like that, and the whole thing about uh, how some of the groups are handling that, we'll, we'll get to that in the future, but you basically figured out, okay, now this mix, this combo isn't really essentially bringing, you know, my, my holy grail is not being a cup full of anything except for uh, stuff that isn't going to lead me to a healthy life as I get older, but you're not one of those extremists who's like, no, nothing ever again, <laughs> you know, it's more of let's be grown-ups again, so the the whole three-year-old heart is basically all of that which was unseen, the attachment wounds perhaps, for those of you again who have had the tragedy part, and uh, what I mean is that there's a lot that's taken place in your life, so you, you, you have a different story than I do, my story is Very simple. Uh, My whole three-year-old heart always stuck around, which is why I get to share with you the other end of the coin. So human love is, though, the narrative that you are choosing. Otherwise, you would not be part of the 5D collective and trusting your calling. So this new adventure, this, this new ability for you to have a slow and steady pace with yourself and with life, and no matter how small or big your idea of what's to come, you're curious So the willingness to explore emotional stuff with equanimity, number one. And therefore, your divine feminine, your body, and the right mode of your brain, the feminine, and then your divine masculine, your mind, and the masculine part of your brain, the verbal one. Okay, so your verbal, and then the right is the nonverbal. They're balancing. So you don't have this impaired bilateral integration. You have, I clearly... I can see clearly now the rain has gone. You know there's no obstacles in the way because every day you wake up, hopefully, right? We all wake up, hopefully, and breathe, and, and then we get ready for the day. And so you're not busy with uh, spiritual bypassing and bypasser stories like the 4D is, and you're also not busy in the land of the ancients like the 3D is, which uh, they keep thinking the past must return, or they literally just don't leave the past and the past and know how to use it. uh, There's a way that you use the past, which is to learn uh, not to actually uh, try and replicate it. So here's where the whole, again, three-year-old hearts are people who are functional adults. Uh, They're not people who are children, but we use that because you are a person who now has that ability to pick up on all that comes up from your body. So you have a window of welcome for your emotions. And if you're still working through a bit of window of tolerances for some of those aspects, as I said, for some of you who are coming from the other end of the spectrum, you're clear on what those attachment wounds and or if you know your attachment category, you have an idea of it, you know how you're going to work to get out of that. So you've already set to the side the self-soothing mechanisms that are not positive for you. You've replaced them. You've replaced the activities with things you love doing. So if you love to cook, you cook. If you love to play music, you play music. You have a job, I'm sure, or um, maybe some of you don't, but then if you don't, you're, you're, you're a parent or something, I don't know, or you're you're, I mean, I wouldn't think anybody living in the street would tune in, but I never know. So long story short, you do things that enrich your heart. We don't have to use the word soul. The heart is the essence of life. Soul means the essence of life. And again, we don't want to get lost in the, stories but we do integrate spiritual spirituality concepts and i actually have a couple of songs that came to mind for this channeled guidance wind of change but before that one there's sweet child of mine let's see if i can bring it up sweet child of mine so again your inner adult is able to be there and to actually support you through whatever childhood memories come up. Okay, so we won't read the text, but you've found a, you've found the ability to talk about that which has taken place in your life. And so again, for some of you, you have a whole three year old heart your entire life. That means secure attachment, differentiation of self, no shame cycle. We have no shame, some of us. Those of you who came from the other end, you know of the shame and you're like, go away. I don't need you here because I'm watching every step I take. And it's aligning with my words. I'm a person of my word. I walk the walk, talk the talk, and I'm doing it. And so you remind yourself in moments where your inner child comes up and you get rigid and harsh because you're feeling judged, like Patrick Tiahan shares with his community because they're all childhood trauma survivors. He says, remember... Who's the audience? Do we have people that are patches in front of you? Or do we have people that are Cuscos? One. Two, you can put that one to the side as well and just say, okay, hold on, I'm getting charged because it's a reminder of aspects that I know I'm going to work right now and say, hey, we're good. I'm a, I'm a grown-up now. I get to say, it's good. Nothing happened. I didn't touch anyone. I didn't do any breaking of the law. I'm contemplating something and that's meta-awareness, it's uh, your inner talk, so you allow yourself in the moments of charge to say, hey, child, sweet child of mine, if that works for you, again, uh, it's good, we're here, I'm a grown-up though, keeping yourself in the present, this is important, that's how you're processing the charge, and eventually it'll, poof, blow away, no, it's in time, you need to give it time, you need to keep doing it, but I'm, I'm going to say you're already smiling about that. So use ways to make yourself laugh inside. That'll make it easier. So you can get out of the little pissy mode and get into your happy mode, which is way more fun than the pissy mode, really. Okay, so the sweet child of mind. Again, you're able to communicate. And what I'm also getting is that you want to share your story with someone or maybe a group, but it feels more like someone. You really, really, really want to say and share all of it. Your heart's ready to spill the beans, so to speak. And that's because of the innocence that you have understood you didn't get the opportunity to have. And so this is where you understand this completely from your human being grown-up brain. And with forgiveness for your past, the people, which would be those caregivers for those of you who come out of shame, the ones that didn't know how to parent you correctly because they didn't have a regulated nervous system, so they were not their own secure attachment figure because they didn't know how to be safe haven or secure base for themselves. And so in their low self-esteem and direct communication, passive-aggressive and lack of boundaries ways, they treated you like a grown-up, and expected you to work for love and, and all that stuff And suppressed your emotions And so you are though again, A grown up with information So you don't harbor resentment There's no point in it It just stays within you You've been able to grieve That part of uh, That's fucked up That I had to not get To be an innocent child Because you're not going to get that time anymore And it has gone you're grown up though. You're grown up with your three-year-old child. It's gonna be even more awesome. Okay, so chins up, wind of change, the scorpions. Yes, or scorpions. They're not the scorpions, but <laughs> let's see. Lyrics, let's see. What do you got with winds of change? Give me the lyrics, please. Yes, that one. Hold on one second. Here we go. Okay, I don't know these words, so I won't read them. Uh August. Hmm. So August might be significant for some of you. Something you might have noticed one August summer night. (laughs) And that one's going to be curious. Maybe you're going to share that story. So summer's always nice, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Uh, People that you feel close. Okay. I'm not going to read all of this. So you have people from the lovely planet around here that you, some you've moved beyond. Others you have not, okay? So the individuals that you've moved beyond are the ones who did not support you with healthy self-worth. So you you got to say, hey squirrels from the Emperor's New Groove, fuck off. No, you didn't tell them that. You just learned to recalibrate yourself and to not have upset if you're around them. Uh, for those who might actually consistently disrespect you in a way, that's a different story, so... And for some of you, I'm going to say that you didn't even have to lift a finger because it all happened all by itself. And they decided that you were not part of their crew, and you're like, yeah, that rocks. I didn't do anything, and I'm not part of their crew anymore. So there, there's that. Uh, you are definitely those seeking to bring forth people that you do feel close to back into your life. So the, the famous uh, or the infamous, no, the, the important uh, different conversations that your heart is seeking to have and to bring you back to magic moments uh, where you did dream something beautiful as a child, maybe as a grown-up. But yes, there is a peace of mind with this, this dream and this, uh, this aspect that you are recognizing. You had to go through the storm first. And then that is what brought you to clarity. And you know, I was actually, again reading cuz this channeled guidance is coming from cards as well. I just didn't make it a point to share it with you all. But storms spread seeds and they help the planet when it when they take place in certain ways. So a storm isn't necessarily bringing to you chaos, but we can say chaos comes forth when your emotional plane is in your mastery, the nice thing is you get to uncover those child parts and by being your adult self and that means having the ability to do inner growth mindset stuff, inner chit-chatter, you got to see a lot of things. So the August summer nights, maybe there are some things that led you to go through a storm and you're looking to the past. And then maybe there are instead some things that you're dreaming about because they were really, really fun and really beautiful from an August summer. Okay, so you're getting to experience reminiscing, but really you're going to bring forth those magical moments. And that involves... Your own loved ones. So it involves the future. You're planning how to bring about the dream that you have been dreaming into reality. And therefore the people, uh, the relocation, whatever it is that you've decided is going to be a part of your future. You are setting it up and you're excited. So there's only some scary parts and perhaps it is the actual aspect of sharing that beautiful story, but then again, if you're really into your whole three-old heart, you're going to be actually very excited and happy. It's only scary because, you know, when you share something personal, you don't know how people will react or respond. And what I'm going to share with you all is being yourself is the most amazing gift you share with you and the world. And so sharing your own inner child, sharing your own heart, sharing your own story, it's an honor for people to know you. Now, not everyone will be that. Now, there will be people that you share everything about yourself and they will, in fact, continue and uh, if anything, not only will they have already made assumptions of you, then they will continue to build on assumptions and they will create their own ideas about you and they will not actually take what you've shared with them and hear who you are. No, they will be using the so-called uh, societal shame shit. Yeah, because some people think it's uh, necessary. No, it's, 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 uh, it's necessary to have laws and organization Yes, the people who do gossip, uh, they're necessary for the, uh, what are they? the relationships, all age people and the societal ones, for the ones who want to live basically by judging books and their covers. So we have plenty of them. There's no need for you to give them importance. In fact, I mean, you want to always evaluate. It's important to know what they assume. So the one thing you can do is learn about the data that they're piling up about you, that will give you a good way to have not only an intra-reflection, okay? What does that mean? It means you actually do take a look because we always want to keep people's emotions in mind. We just don't need to uh, adhere to the children that are teenagers as adults because they're not a whole three-year-old heart. Got a bunch of broken three-year-old hearts out there following Peter Pan's. Okay, so this is where uh, your whole self... And you are our friends now. This is a good thing. So all of your child parts are in the forefront. We we got a grown-up leading the way. Whenever your teenager and child parts come up, you know how to just handle yourself. And that doesn't mean it's perfect. Nothing's perfect in life. We already know that. You deal with it as it comes. But what I was trying to get to is when people assume, one, you have a practice to be able and reassure the inner child look at yourself, handle the emotional charge, reassure yourself, and then contemplate, did I do anything that actually affected this human being's physical life, these groups of people, did I physically do anything, number one. Two, okay, let me look at this emotional stuff that they're bringing me. Like Patrick Tianhan says, there are people who don't do emotional lifting, so they're martyrs, superiors, and blamers. These are codependent type people. The societal soul age group serves well when we have whole three-year-old hearts leading it because they are going to be seeking to bring the inclusiveness, value to all. Value to all means the entire globe. means uh, we're not going to divide based on politics, religion, none of that, okay? No, we're going to say, hey, we can talk. We can talk because we're not about what side of politics. We're about the health of the children. We're about the health of the grown-ups. We're about the money. We're about the being able to be sustainable. We're about the important stuff. So while we have had a growing number of teenagers with broken hearts, what we now have are a bunch of grown-ups with their whole three old hearts. That's what creates Pacha Handshakes and that's what creates our 5D Collective. So it's not just educators. I support personal development. So I'm supporting people who are looking to be their self, being yourself, inspiring human potential. This is what our episodes are all about, and we share stories and have fun. So others, they're busy with the environment focus. Others are busy with the water focus. I'm busy with the people focus. I'm good with people since I was 8. I want to help people. How am I helping? I'm supporting you to believe in yourself. I'm sharing stories. I'm doing channel guidance. I got to become a mystic and have fun. So here's where, when you don't have any shame, like I And you have your three year old whole heart, and people tease you or they call you names or they just make up shit in in their brain. It's like, hmm, let me think. Did I do anything? Well, I mean, huh, did I? So I want to share here's one. As a woman, you all know this I'm polyamory, and I'm a person who is always loving to hug people, touch people, be with people like since forever. (laughs) That's who I am. So I did understand once I became a teenager how this looks. And men made it very clear what we are to them. The ones who choose to remain closed-minded, FYI. And half men can see to me they're not whole men because they don't do what is, let me have my three-year-old in the forefront. The, the ones who choose to say, I don't have emotions. <laughs> you, you lead with them. You're running with them. that You want to So I'm going to leave that out. The story to support you. So I learned from my lovely teenage boyfriend how I would never ever, 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 ever do what I did with him when he questioned, not even just questioned, he made a statement. He made a statement. I know your heart. And that was with regards to God and Jesus and my belief. And see, my belief is still the same as it was when I was a child. It's just changed because the words, it's pure energy. It's Purusha, Prakriti. It's uh, what I hear Sadhguru talk about uh, but this is what God has always been to me, the essence of love and life. I was never enclosed in the institution that brought it forth. I love my catechism. I did confirmation for Jesus and not because it was obligatory for my sacraments. However, when people of other denominations, Buddhists and other types of Christians, tried to get me to convert, I said, I don't know. I made my choice. Now, if I must be judged by my church, I can. That's up to them. But I consciously at my age of 15 was said, was told, you don't have to do confirmation. This is not a must. If you make confirmation, so see here's where Pacha don't do, I'll shake a hand and then I'll change my mind. I, I haven't changed my mind. I've made my promise. I am okay with every other form of criticism that could come but I'm not going to denounce what I consciously chose because my promise, again, was to a specific person. It was explained to me in a specific way, not to the institution, not that I had to uphold the institution. No, I had to, quote-unquote, had to. It's upholding the word of the man named Jesus and upholding those basic, uh, sar- whatever, not the sacraments. The sacraments, I mean, here's where... It's ridiculous. Uh, Here, I'm going to give you an example. This was was told to me. Person is getting ready to go get married. So see, marriage is something that I see as sacred, but I saw that people don't treat their partnerships as sacred. You have to be a whole three-year-old heart in order for you to love another. You have to know how to love yourself. That means to not have trauma or attachment wounds, okay? So there are those who will continue to do the zero one-year-old. Right now, I'm sharing something that's expanding our channeled guidance. Till death does part through sickness and in health and all that other gibberish that they spoke. If you're a functional adult, and that means you have a flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable brain, you're going to do all of it. And I don't see a lot of those handshakes out there. I see a lot of the relationship people in drama land. Okay, so I'm just going to leave it again alone because... That zero, one-year-old, it's something very deep. And we have a lot of people who don't know about their attachment wounds and trauma. And when they turned into teenagers, they just stayed teenagers. So we see teenager land. So they didn't learn to grow up emotionally. And so they're doing the human suffering love bit. In fact, I saw something fascinating that represents teenager attitude again. If somebody that I chose to share my life with, eventually let's just say instead of right here going polyamory instead of spilling the beans and saying hey han i want to do consensual non monogamy they continue to do non consensual non monogamy and you eventually find out the fact that you are going to get something inked on your skin that reminds you of that choice but really it's reminding it of you as if it's okay to have made that choice it's it's the like the sad guru story about the man who's being chased around the house by his wife because he went out again and got drunk and she's mad at him and uh, he hides underneath the bed and and he says I'm the man of the house I'm I'm under the bed because I chose so okay so that's where an adaptive child is at with the brain remember our brain so the lack of bilateral integration impaired bilateral integration has people doing what is their attachment stuff from home, attachment wounds, their small trust breaks or small traumas for some, okay? A bit bigger ones are a separate nature. Right now, I'm just talking about a person will treat their selves and relationships based on the family of origin. And then once you become that adolescent, that's your second integration point. And so if you choose to uh, look to your peers and they become your lifeline. You are going to be, right now, what you've done is revisited both of those. your home, you're at an adolescence, and you're the adult of you. So you're like, okay, I'm not going to follow the peer pressure people. I'm not going to do shit from teenage land because it's all stupid, quote unquote. We all know stupid stuff that we do. That's all low self esteem, but it's part of the age group. The family stuff, you were an infant and a child. So, this is where it gets a little bit more important. Meaning, as a child, maybe you began to have certain understandings of the home in a way of softness and forgiveness and all of that. Because by the time you're eight, you are moving into the higher consciousness out of the that I think and into your alpha. Okay. So, that's where by eight or nine, you begin to see the world with different eyes and all those child parts are kind of hidden. And on there's also, um, I forget which one was it, six or seven, when our perception begins to understand what reality means. So the example I'll give you is one of my friends shared a story because we were talking about the data point and And uh, she said, Oh, yeah, I remember when I figured out that cookie monster was pretending to eat cookies. But until that age, it seemed like it was real. So for me, for example, at eight, I think it was 8 or 9. My twin and I decided that we thought Santa was probably our mother, but we're like we're going to keep it like we don't know because it's nice to have the spirit of magic. So, and to this day, <laughs> I still believe in Santa Claus and I will not be going around saying no, I don't believe. No, nope, because I do and the spirit of Santa Claus and so there's but my point is 8 or 9 is then when you move into the other you're about to start going into the f- light, eleven, twelve, right? So that charge part is where we tend to take care of each other and we feel like we don't mean anything, but we want to help the household. And so you're, you're a little bit in this quote unquote dark spot, but you begin to find meaning to you and then you move to your teenage years. And this is why those teenagers and that year is very important. Okay. So when you're a reflection of your teenage years as a grown-up, this is where we got Cusco's. Okay, we got Cusco's all over the place. And what I was trying to get to is when, on the other hand, you're a teenager who does not break away from that whole three-year-old heart, the ability to know that you are not responsible to bring joy and emotional satisfaction to anyone. No, no, you are not responsible of other people's lives. I got held with equanimity. Here's my mother. (laughs) You are responsible only of one life, your life, your emotions, your mouth, your stuff don't uh, follow the friends, don't tell your sister what to do, Uh, don't tell me what to do, don't worry about the house, be a child and go have fun, and don't do anything that is illegal as you get older, teenager, I'm going to give you to the police right away, okay, so just saying, that's where I have my balance, (laughs) my mother always, and my own volition, because I did think things through. That's why I said stupid things. Yep, I saw stupid things. I did stupid things. And then I said, nope, I'm not doing stupid things. You all are incapable of keeping your word and of protecting. You don't protect no one. Actually, you all are. It seems you're you're willing to get in trouble. Okay. And it seems you're also willing to take certain risks. So while for a short time, definitely, I'm not going to say I'm exempt from any of anything. We all were teenagers, but I was not an actual <laughs> Teenager who then said, "Yeah, let me keep being one." In fact, not, not, not even no. Tattertail. Yep. Uh, sucking up to the teacher. Yep. Sitting all the way. Yes, in the front of the class. Yes. I want homework Friday. Asking questions about that. So my lovely regular listeners know this. This is me being myself. So as a grown up, nothing's changed. I just know how to handle grown ups. That's all. And they know how to handle me. <laughs> and so back to what I was saying, which is this thing about marriage and uh, relationships. Uh, people and assumptions so that I can continue with the example of people making their own assumptions based on their own societal belief system and how that just divides people, but how we're not talking about that as a divide. I'm sharing this with you so you can handle when you're in moments of here's who I am and you get rejected. No, you just get a person who doesn't see you, the felt sense of self and just You, they don't see you. They don't see your zero, one, two. They don't see the essence of you that you're bringing. So they won't appreciate the gift you are. They won't appreciate your story. And you will see it get distorted. Or you will hear it get distorted. You won't see it. You'll hear it and then you'll see it too. Because as they begin and or engage in uh, hanging out with you, right? All this stuff, you're going to see how they repeat things and it's wrong. Like when I talk about my love life and people think it's tragic, which is not. I mean, this is where it's people who love you. Just remember that. Or people who just have an opinion. Sometimes, well, I'm going to say all people love you if they're hanging around. But we can say that some people just want to be around. Because, you know, no one wants to be an outsider, right? So if they like, see you doing stuff. Oh, I want to go hang out too. I want to be a part of that crew. It doesn't mean they actually want to be a part of the crew they just want to be somewhere and some people they want to join just so they can try to create disruption because every person that is not a pacha will have Cusco and so there's a teenager in the room teenagers as I said I don't prefer them I never did as a teenager once I realized okay we're all being really stupid and I was the smallest meaning not even remotely close to any of the ones that are still to this day grown-ups being stupid and uh, yes, let's move forward. Yes. Okay. So back to what I was getting to when this uh, teenage boyfriend did what they did. And I figured out you can't prove your heart. Because see, I didn't create a story in my brain. He's an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> no. I knew he had won his hurts. His friend killed himself. His family did it all. The mother doesn't believe. But she also had some tragic thing happen. That's why. They all spoke about this God not being there because humanity sucks, evil, da-da-da, all of this. And so I knew where his opinion came from and why he made the statement he made. And that is where I wasn't going to point it out because that would be like putting a finger in a wound. That would have been mean. And so I was aware of why he was speaking the way he was. And I didn't care about that. I cared that he was insisting on his... Version being the truth of my heart and making a statement on something that is a part of me. So my my spiritual stuff, all of Akash, everything we all are. So the Purusha Prakriti, I prefer words that match where I'm at beyond spirituality, the essence of life and love, which is our humanity. The whole three old heart right here. Connected, yes, to space, but the reality is we all know consciousness is not something that anyone's settled on. So we can leave it out in the unknown because that's exactly where a person who's their whole divine feminine and divine masculine will know. It's beautiful to be tapped into your infinite higher human consciousness potential and to actually experience it and just be yourself. So I share you with you stories and channel guidance so you can hear things and just know there are some of us, we don't lose ourselves because there's nothing to lose. Even when our heart will have been broken, it will not be broken. And there are many different types of, yes, uh, experiences, one of which I'll never forget. And that was the most excruciatingly uh, quote-unquote painful, because again, emotions aren't really tragic, but I'll never forget that. That heart obliterating, I was like, And then I saw the year after this uh, one tarot reader, she was talking about, you know, the heart that went to hell and heaven and back. And I'm thinking, what kind of a fucking comparison are you doing? You know, uh, in the meantime, I'm sure that our lovely uh, trauma experts would know how to describe that with our embodied brain. Not because it was traumatic. It wasn't traumatic, but I'm sure they have an explanation because, you know, our brain, brain. Our heart is a brain, and our gut is a brain. So I'd be fascinated to know how they would allocate that one. Uh, although perhaps my mystic side should come in and say, some of us we do have all of those different uh, ways of traveling, but it's still part of our physical nature. So I'm sure I'm sure there's also physical answers. That's all doesn't take away from the mystic part. Doesn't take away from the expression and really the perception of the stars and the earth, because this is true heaven and earth. You will feel, any of you who have clairs, you will feel as you're being opened up to the heavens, but it's not a heavens. Let's use the word Akash, okay? You'll, be op- you'll feel that you're opened up to space. Let's use wind. Let's use air. But you'll feel that it's from the cosmos, and you'll see that it's from the cosmos. It's just the most amazing experience you'll ever have. I will not ever forget, as I began to not only get crystals, but also the tarot, and oh my gosh, uh, like, in seventh heaven, you know, and then, and it just kept getting more and more amazing, so that bliss, and that, that wind, it's not changing anyone, nobody does ego death, this whole ego death shit, every time I hear, I'm like, no, some don't go through ego death, it's not dark night of the soul, you actually are not doing shit, if you keep using words, because you're not tending to your processing of whatever's coming up, okay, so, Long story short, I was able to see that that human being didn't change their mind. And what I was trying to get to is I was able to learn immediately. "Mm, Okay, cool. I'm not going to do any of trying to prove. I then also learned as a teenager that people will make up lies. And it's not true at all. This was not only with me, but also with a friend of mine. And her her boyfriend believed them. And it was all fake. The, The rumor was that she slept with all the boys. This is a horrible rumor. But then again, is it? So here's where I was talking about polyamory because the part about being flirtatious, the part about being a person who is always loving and I know what the external can think of and also I don't lie. So if I have a special bond, I won't lie. I won't be like, no, you mean zero to me. (laughs) The same thing if instead you're just a friend to me and you're actively trying to let me know I'm more than a friend and I will not feel that way and I will continue to remind. So... And part about what I'm sharing is, oh, there's plenty of people. They, they speak a bunch of stuff. I, I I literally don't give a shit. That's because I have no shame. My three-year-old wasn't brokenhearted the minute my teenage boyfriend. No, I was sad, of course. So, yeah, brokenhearted. But I learned, mm, okay, cool. Now I know what I'm not going to do. Thank you so much for teaching me <laughs> something valuable because that's what we get when we're expanding consciousness. Our oversoul, it simply expands our ability to be ourselves. That's what happens when your three-year-old is never ashamed to be a three-year-old. So you all, again, uh, when people will build a case against you because you do share your heart, yes, it can can happen. Oh, yes, it can happen. Mystics, mystics, do not think that you will not be called an evil witch uh, or an evil sorcerer or whatever it is. And oh, FYI, you know, remember that the stories, we're going to create new stories. Uh, They created mermaids. Mermaids didn't exist. Only sirens existed. I recently found out that there are those in the shamanic community some of them that define a sorcerer and a sorceress as somebody that's not a good figure. So, I need to look into that one, but let's remember that there is no inherently good or bad human nor inherently good or bad energy. And that is because the universal law or the law of universe Uh, It's all about the charges, the law of the cosmos. It's about balancing. So there doesn't have to be sacrifice. Uh, There is, though, transformation. So you do lose some things. Now, what you lose, though, is you don't lose it. It doesn't disappear. It's that it will have ran its course, a concept. So like marriage. Let's, Let's go back to marriage. Marriage, the concept to me stands the same, but you cannot be a life partner if you do not know how to love yourself first, if you do not know how to be your own secure attachment figure, if you do not know how to regulate your own nervous system when you're in distress, and if you do not know how to be your own uh, secure base, so know how to follow something that you're passionate about, and then if you do not know how to handle yourself when you're in distress with me, that doesn't mean you don't have reactions. No, it means that you can say, I'm so sorry, I had a reaction. Or maybe while you're yelling or whatever, you know what, I'm, I'm really pissed. It's all about you being able to just be emotionally present with yourself and not justify the squirrel behavior of the empress new group of Cusco, which is what instead women that I've met do. I will have had women who will have told me about hitting human being men, and I do not agree with that at all. I'm obliged to be a listener because these are people that come with specific needs. And so I will, though, address, you know, we, we are not supposed to use our hands, but I will not be able to say, wow, hypocrite, okay? Because that's the part. They're not a hypocrite. They're in structural dissociation. They have some childhood wound, trauma, whatever. It's not justifying it. There's an explanation. Their adaptive child, their Cusco's leading the way. Even if I speak, there's no way those ears will hear anything. And so they're in their biological rudeness. The only reason they go to people, some people they go just so that they can be heard, broken 3 year old heart. That's what you got with a teenager attitude. So the minute people are functional adults, it's a 5D collective world. You want to bring more harmony, enlightenment, expansion. Ears that don't hear, they are deaf. The adaptive child is not your responsibility. You are not there to tell another life how to live, and you're not there to be able and tell another person, hey, you need to heal. You're not a therapist, and if you were, they would be paying you. That's a different story. The healer people, they do spirituality bypass because they get to become martyrs, superiors, and or blamers. So they think they're special and anointed. Nobody heals the world. We can bring forth healing opportunities. We're choice points. We can be patches for each other. And that's why personal development is awesome. You don't whine about the emotional stuff. You're like, yay, I get to do more emotional stuff. Hoorah. And then you get to put it into practice with the people, which is why your oversoul and your loved ones, your playground. <laughs> that's just the way it works. It's just the most amazing. And you will always be gifted the losing. You don't lose. Again, it's um, quote unquote subtraction. You don't get rejected. You're not being protected by people. When people are removed from your life, if it happens organically, it's because that's actually something. You're going to be like, okay, I can see that. (laughs) I can see why. When you have people in your life that you are nurturing and you have any type of interaction, which is why we don't have sagas with our twin flames, we are not creating splinters. We are recalibrating. The whole three-year-old heart just recalibrates. So if you are again here, you recalibrate with your loved ones. And that is why nobody gets dropped off or lost. Okay, but, but, your experiences, so let's go back to the marriage thing. Today, I will say, no, I don't want marriage. I'm not going to get married. If somebody says, I want, no, you're not. I don't, I don't want you. (laughs) No, polyamory here. Leave me alone. And it is something because I don't believe in the mouth of a person in general, because I'm going to want to see you in action. And because a pacha so right here, you can't prove intent. You can't prove anything of what a person has within them. And they will only be able to show you day by day who they are. And so here's where, when you see enough Cuscos and men, in my case, saying they don't have the availability of their emotional plane, uh, yeah, I do. I, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. The solo poly <laughs> It came with time, and I laughed because I wrote something. Remember, my lovely listeners, you remember. <laughs> I wrote something as a kid. I said, and I'll get married if I find a good man, something like that. <laughs> so I obviously, again, want men to know I totally respect you, that I totally want the ones of you who have emotional integration going on to reach out, because seriously, all the men that I met, they were like, Nope, you're a sex object. Sorry. Uh, nope, can't read your sadness, sorry, and I'm not even kidding, uh, okay, my men friends, uh, I'm not a sex object to the people I choose to, of course, engage in sexual activity with, just, just to specify, but what I'm saying is they, they always say we're visual, we're this, we're that, and uh, no, emotions don't lead us, and, you know, again, so back to you sharing the heart and your story. Do not expect people to uh, feel honored or to hear you. That's what I wanted to say. So, yes, you should. No, you can. Hmm. I'm going to say my opinion personally. This isn't coming from channel guidance. My opinion, Maria's, is that you have two choices always in life. You can choose fear. You can choose love. And your personal story is nothing you should be ashamed of. If you're a functional adult, a whole self is who I'm talking to right now. If you are a whole self, you have healed all your child parts, or at the very least, you have them in your visibility. You're a oneness consciousness and no longer fragmented because you have the three-year-old you in the forefront. You know why you've missed words and actions, why you've skipped and fallen in all of it. All of it. There is no shame in being a... Flawed and imperfect human. We all will have embarrassing stuff. Some people think they're their greatest mistake. No person is their greatest mistake. You all will remember about how it works for the Christian community. The Christian, because see, Catholics are still Christian, which is why I don't make a big deal about the whole thing that I'm with my denomination. But again, I made a promise and I chose it consciously. So I I was addressed very specifically by my catechism people. So I'm happy with my choices. If I ever get talked about, then I will have to accept. But that, I'm going to wait for them to come and say, Hey, Maria, here. We we disown you. They, they will have to come to me and say they disown me. I'm not disowning my choice because I made a choice based on love and based on what I do know to be true. So this is the part. I have lovely relationships. Whenever I go into a church, I still cry. Well, not always, but sometimes. I went into the church one of the times I was praying for a friend of mine. And I cried. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. But, um, okay, back to your whole self and the three-year-old heart and your story. And I will say my opinion. You have the opportunity to tell yourself, I have nothing to be ashamed of. You have the opportunity to continue saying, I have nothing to be ashamed of. I'm imperfect and I'm flawed. And, yeah, all of us can fuck up. Okay? The Christian thing, repenting for sins, again, but without the biblical text. Because there's no devil or demon or this shit that way, okay? They, they they existed, those stories, for a reason. When we all go back to the stars, that's exactly where we go. 5D mystic in the Enlightenment, so age, beyond spirituality, again, so not telling you about the spirituality stories, no, you all go back up to the stars, oh, and it's beautiful, the energetic imprint, I know my future, I know how to do Akashic record readings, you all know this, so... Well, some of those who are new don't know it, now you do, and that's what I'm saying. We all get to be a continuous part of this lovely planet if you come back. I will be coming back. So, again, you get the opportunity to present your story. No, it will not always be heard. It will be distorted. There will be people making assumptions of you. There will be people making a lot of things, and... You get to choose if you're going to let yourself be free to be your whole three-year-old heart as a grown-up or not. What I was trying to say about, yes, you want to keep an eye out for your herd, the people around you. But like Patrick Tianhan reminds all of his community, look at the audience. Are they walking the walk, talking the talk? Are they integral? Do they keep their word? Are they people who are judgmental? Are they small-minded? Are they big-minded? Do they think things through? Are they superficial? Do they judge a book by its cover? Can you begin to actually look at yourself once you get that charge under the forefront? You'll be able to just say, you know what, wait a minute. I think I got a superficial person in front of me. I think I got a judgmental person in front of me. I'm not going to give them the... They don't. They, they, they are not a person... That is part of the herd of people who know what's important in life. Uh, or, you know, just basically pick the type of herd. And so for me, they have to be a somatic empath. They have to be a Daniel Siegel, a Bezel van der They have to be a sad guru. They have to be somebody who's bringing the world together. And they're talking to people, not shouting. They have to be people that don't define anyone as an evil son of a whatever. No, they have to be people who have humanity in the forefront. And I will always know when we have a Pacha in front of us in that world, in that lovely sphere, and when we don't. So to me, I know exactly what the Pachas of the world are sharing with us and how they treat people. So watch how they treat their neighbor. Watch how they treat each other. Hear their words. That's the part. If you actually pay attention, you will know... When you have Cuscos. and most of the time, anyone who doesn't actually say, you know, my, you've, you've, you've given me one of the most beautiful gifts ever. Thank you so much. And we don't always use words, but we are always honored that people share their life with us. A whole three-year-old heart will never say our time was wasted. We will say it, never say it, never, but we won't mean it because at the level of the heart, we are all aware. Like I was when I was a kid and growing up the whole God, Jesus, all of this, I'm still aware we're all brothers and sisters. But I like the whole, we're a big cloth of energy better because, you know, those words. Let's not use words, shall we? Again, solo poly here. We, we like no words. Relationship anarchy and non-hierarchical because you're all priceless. There's no way that you won't know this. And every bond is unique and special for the very reasons of the experiences you get to live with them, with each other. So believing in yourself is what we have today. You know that you are what you seek. <laughs> Don't do Elsa's uh, you know, tragic story. Obviously, again, I know some of you went through a lot, and I'm sure today you are a lot more equanimous and in Maha Samadhi Samadhi. In fact, you know what? We're going to close on out with Sadhguru. I'm going to use this. Uh, we always talk about it. It's When you're a grown-up, you can independently think of information. That's how I use it. But I'm going to read to you how it is That said, Guru defines it. He says, The word samadhi has been largely misunderstood. People think samadhi means some death-like situation. He says, The word samadhi literally means sama and di. D-H-I. Sama meaning equanimity, and di meaning buddhi, or the intellect. And remember, we have four types of yogas, right? So there's nana, bhakti, kriya, karma. Karma is the action. Nana is the, uh, I think, emotion or devotion, or it might be intellect. And then, bad, whatever the other one that I said, emotion, devotion, or intellect. And then, kriya is energy. So, uh, I, I said that because buddhi, intellect, sounds like, I think it's similar to body. So, anyways, that's a side note. Uh, so, sama meaning equanimity, and di meaning buddhi or the intellect. If you reach an equanimous state of intellect, it is known as samadhi. And the Maha Samadhi part, I don't know. Ah, here we go. But Samadhi also refers to the highest state of human consciousness that one can obtain, obtain, attain to. And here's where we have, <coughs> uh, yeah, and Maha Samadhi and the state of Maha Samadhi. Let's see if we can get to that before I run out of time. That which is not, uh, yes, that which is not, okay, that which is not becomes more conscious. So long story short, it's what we always talk about, my lovely listeners. That's what I was trying to share. And that it's everything the good mental health people are talking about too, which is that we can achieve our restorative embodied self, that integration of brain capacity. So when you're conscious, it's because you have a flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable brain. Here's Mahasamadhi. Mahasamadhi is a dimension where you transcend discrimination, not just experientially, but also existentially. As long as you are in the body, whatever liberation you attain, the body is a limitation. It is not complete liberation. When someone leaves their body in full awareness, then we call this mahasamadhi because he or she shed the body. Mahasamadhi is a dimension where you transcend discrimination, not just experientially, but also existentially. There is no such thing as you and the other. Right now, there is you and the other. It is a certain level of reality. In a samadhi state, you go beyond that discrimination, and in your experience, you are able to see the oneness of the existence. Mahasamadhi means you not only see it that way, you have become that way totally. Discrimination is finished. That means individual existence is finished. Who you are does not exist anymore. The life that is functioning as an individual life right now becomes absolutely universal or cosmic or boundless. To put it in traditional terms, you become one with God or one with everything. And he says, when I say one with God, it does not mean going and joining someone somewhere. It is just that your individual bubble is over. And that's where I will say this is what our lovely functional adults are. When you learn about being a functional adult, seek your attachment person from all the attachment trauma-informed courses. When you learn about being your restorative embodied self, it's your mammalian heritage. It's your humanity. That's what I get to share with you all. It's your whole three-year-old heart. So it's very important for us to bring forth the new stories. Again, allowing our whole sense of self to be seen as the person that is able to be a Pacha handshake. Because when we only use words like stories, like that, people are not going to be able to put it into practice. Instead, when we're able to use our humanities blueprint, which is what I again bring to you, and you know that a whole self means you have your charged states, they're all uncharged, they're sleeping, you're the grown-up, you're the higher self of you. And this is a state of consciousness. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable because of integration of the brain. Because you got here. So you work through whatever charges were there were. For those of us who have secure attachment and differentiation of the self, it was not hard. For some of you, it was a little bit harder than others. And as we keep moving forward, our personal development podcast episodes, you all know, bring a, the functional adult love language, 5D relationships. We get to talk about moving beyond concepts. So like the marriage one, nothing's changed to me about what a life partner is. What's changed is that that word means nothing to me because I see people using it all the time. Like they use the word God and Jesus and everything and love. So until I get to see pot shine action, and uh, the thing is, I, I need to see it every day. And since every day is a new day, I won't know, which is why uh, there's no point in marriage, if you will, because again, promises aren't kept. And there's plenty of people that lead their teenager life. They never come to become their adults uh, or never say never. But right now we have the channel guidance. For those of you who are whole and what I'm trying to share, thank you, Daniel Siegel. There's a differentiated self that's tuning into me. And you know that when you're with another, there's another differentiated self. And so as he points out, you become a mui. So you do oneness. But that's why we need to translate it the human way. Because when you read something from a sad guru, and they think they're in Maha Samadhi Samadhi, they think that they are now enlightened in the way of I'm an enlightened being and you must follow me. Versus I am an enlightened being and we all are enlightened material, by the way. And you can be an enlightened person when you are here with full consciousness. If you have a relationship with Akash, you'll know channeling like I do and all that other great stuff. If you don't, it doesn't matter. You'll still know oneness with yourself and you'll be kind and compassionate. That's what manifests with integration of the brain. You'll be able to have li- nice conversations, intellectual, emotional, all of it. You'll be able to be your own safe haven, secure base and have grown up relationships with people. Differentiation of the self. There's a me and another and there's a me and we come together and we do not mesh. No, no. We get to share. So when you're finding your crew, you're going to feel felt and see, see, and you're going to see yourself. And so there's not going to be a person who doesn't say thank you with their eyes. They're going to be grateful for you sharing your story because your story is you and sharing yourself. That's the biggest and most greatest gift you can give anyone. The gift of life, the gift of your whole self to the surface, the gift of your whole three-year-old heart and the gift of your story. It's something that the entire People around you will gladly and happily and gratefully say, Wow, thank you so much. And, you know, it's great for people to share their story. There's the ability for you to self-publish. Those of you especially who come out of a shame because you can support others to know how to get out of that inner critic and outer critic by speaking with the human love narrative, not the tragedy one. They already got the tragedy ones. You want to share with them how easy you can use that word but obviously then you explain what it means cuz you know about ventral vagal nervous system toning you know about how to do human stuff without needing to use the yoga stuff okay so this is where you know about what you're working through that your rem works your brain you know that your dreams are helping you and yes there's also meaning behind them but you're able to give that story i'm a person and all of this stuff I need me be maybe a choice i love me i know some people will not love me the same way or the way I would want them. I know some people are going to have always an opinion and it might not be a good one about me. And it doesn't mean it's true. No, actually it's not, but it's true for them. So I will respect them and stay away from them. This is the part. If someone sees me as scary, I don't want to be around them. And I most likely don't want to be around them myself because they're a closed-minded person. So it's not that we don't have love i can have love i don't have anything i'm, I'm neutral i'm equanimous i mean it happens it's not something that offends me that's where spirituality process not personal it's their, it's their idea and i just you know learn to hear other people's ideas that's what it's called to be a grown up we hear each other's ideas and we don't get pissy about it we have a whole three old heart so kindness compassion i look forward to bringing you more have a great day